Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Hi folks and welcome to Zompocalypse Now. Uh, I'm Tim. I'm Dustin. And we were not here last week. Uh, we're sheltered in place. In place. And we also, just things, a lot of things are going on. Um, you know, the, your kids were home from school unexpectedly. Right. Um, and um, I was in the middle of moving. Uh, I'm in the new place. For those of you who uh, can hear the change and can visualize my new environment, um, uh, there's a different door behind you than there normally is. There you go. See, it's everything is different now. Um, this current uh, arrangement uh, with the computer desk is probably not going to be the final one. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to be in the new place. So um, we have got a lot of Russell on our line tonight, folks. So I'm going to try and clean this up in post production. But if there, it's there, I'm, and I can't get rid of all of it, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Um, I suspect it has to do with um, the fact that everyone's talking by video right now, probably. Um, well, I mean, it is 10 o'clock at night, so who yeah. knows? What... Yeah. So it just could be a lot of things. So, uh, again, like I said, I'll try and clean it up. Um, and my apologies if it is just uh, always here. Um, We'll, we'll have to hopefully, um, hopefully it won't be. So there we go. Anyway, um, we have we have both finished watching the most recent episodes. We have two episodes to talk about, but we are not going to do two episodes tonight. Uh, we're going to record twice this week, so we'll have this episode uh, hopefully out tomorrow. Hopefully out on Wednesday, and then we will be recording Thursday night to talk about the most recent episode of The Walking Dead. The Machone episode. Uh, the Machone episode, which um, a lot of things happened. Yeah. Uh, so but that's not what we want to talk about tonight. That's tonight right. Tonight we're going to talk about a, the lot of things that happened to uh, to the Hilltop gang yeah. two weeks ago, a week ago. Yeah, so a lot of things happened there too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it was another one of those kind of like segmented, uh, kind of un. I was. I thought it was interesting that like I didn't really couldn't really follow what time period a lot of things were happening in. Mm, sure. Like it, you know, because we follow a lot of different people over a lot of different space of time. Yeah. Uh, and the first thing we we see is uh, some of the survivors escaping from Hilltop, uh, running through the woods. Uh, isn't the first thing we see uh, Negan, right? Uh, I think so, yeah. Negan is running around, and he's, you know, uh, he runs into Aaron, who's trying to pull Gary to safety, and uh, Negan is in the walker mask, and Aaron is like, you... Yeah. And Negan's like, wait, wait, you don't understand. And 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 Aaron's like, I think I understand. And uh, then Walker's attack and they go their separate ways. Right. But then we flash back to the night before 
uh, when the walkers break through the line and there's fire and, you know, Hilltop is burning down, which I really was very interested in. Like, I was like, did it just get too expensive to film there? Like, why did they decide to burn down one of their communities? Like, this is the second community that doesn't get destroyed in the comics that is being destroyed, which I thought was really weird. It, you know, there the we talked before about the show, how the show sticks to the comic storyline and yet doesn't. Uh, there's a really kind of interesting thing happening here because we have, you know, the the strictly speaking, the kingdom could be, you know, you could they could go back and repair the kingdom. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there'd be a lot of work to be done still, and, and the the expense versus return argument uh, is pretty pretty questionable, but. You know, this is this is wiping this off the face of the planet. This is right. basically, you know, and also, of course, a lot of people are dying. So we're getting back to a, a smaller, more centralized group of people, probably. Yeah. Uh, and uh, considering where the show may be going in terms of some of the things we've seen with with, you know, how Rick was, you know, left the show and what we see this week with Michonne leaving the show, um, you know, the, what they're going to do with this particular, you know, concentration of people now uh, is, could be very, very. It's very up in the air. Yeah. Well, we know, I think I remember that before this season uh, started, both Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride uh, signed like four year contracts. Oh, I'm sure. I re- I think I remember. Don't don't quote me, uh, but I believe that that's the case. And then I know that um, that uh, Maggie's actress, since her CBS procedural failed so badly, mm-hmm. is coming back right uh, next season as a series regular. Um, and uh, well, and you know that. Andrew Lincoln and Denai Guerrero have both gone off to, he went off to be super British and she went off to make millions of dollars in Marvel movies. Uh, but they are both slated to appear in all three of the Rick centric movies right. that are planned. Uh, so, and then, you know, it's, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with the cast. Yeah. Uh, but, but, uh, the one of the really interesting things is when the walkers break through the fire, Magda is in there with them. And at first, I thought she was a walker. Yeah, I, I thought too. that it was uh, Walker Magda, but it's not. She just so happened to use the tried and true, be gross enough to where the walkers don't pay attention to you to right. get out of the caves. Mm-hmm. And uh, her girlfriend, whose name just flew away, Sukio, Suki, Suki, whatever. Uh, you mean and that. yeah, and uh, and and Lil Hiranade and Carol. I'll see her, and so the next time we see them all together, uh, uh, Magda explains that she was with what's her name, the other one, Connie. I'm really Connie. I'm bad at this tonight. Uh, and, Dustin, Dustin, and you huh? know you have a problem with names. Uh, but I don't know. Tonight I feel like it's especially bad. <laughs> uh, 
so but so Connie and Magda were were together and they realized the walkers weren't gonna attack them because they were all beat up or whatever. And so they were using the walkers as camouflage to get out and Connie's hand just slipped out of Magda's hand and she disappeared and, Con- and Magda doesn't know where she went. And uh, and so that's very upsetting. Uh, but at least we know she was alive at that time and I doubt they're going to kill her. It'd be a shame. She's an interesting character. And, and, and right. you know, it, it is in the this show's wheelhouse to give you an interesting character that you like and then kill them off. Right. But, but you know, and then of course Magda and 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 whatever her name is, you just told me and I've forgotten. Yumiko? Yumiko. They break up for real. They decide that that this is far too much stress. They are having far too many hard times right now to try and be, you know, together. And it's probably for the best that they break up. But more importantly, Yumiko is so furious at all of this, she whips around on Carol and just clocks her. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's like right. basically... You know, Which makes Carol wander off into the... Uh, into the woods uh where next she runs into uh yuji well more accurately she's sitting there eyeing this walker that's like i guess buried in the ground it's stick its hand is coming up and for me oh, right for just a minute it looks like is she really contemplating this I mean, come on guys please tell me and she's not and then eugene shows up and he's like so <laughs> Uh, things are bad. <laughs> uh, and you know, and and oddly enough, Carol gives Eugene a pep talk. You know, go to the right. go to her. You know, go to this go to this person you you care about. Yeah, life's too short, uh, and life's too you know uh, brutal at this time. And and should try and have some, try and find some happiness where you can. Uh, and, right. Of course, I'm worried about I'm very, very skeptical about this this girl that he's going to 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 only find. because every other person who seems to have been nice outside of our core group of people turned out to be a cannibal or you know the governor or <laughs> Negan. Yeah, Alexandria in the beginning. I mean, all of these people, it's like, you know, the the we have reached the point where where we are so gun shy on the idea yeah. of people being kind uh and and nice that, you know, I, if it turns out that this lady actually is, it'll be like Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I'm very, very yeah, I'm very worried. Anyway, so um that's the end of the Carol's interaction with people until the end of the episode. And I don't want to, I don't want to talk about the end of the episode at the end of the episode. Right. Uh, So anyway, now we switch over to Daryl and he is with uh, some other people, the the bulk of the survivors. And they are headed to where uh, the rendezvous was supposed to be, which it looked to me like it was Carol's old house, but it was very run down. Uh, but I don't, so I don't think I've decided that it wasn't her old house. But for a second, I thought it was. I don't think Carol would allow her old house to look like that. 
Well, but she was also off doing the boat thing for a while. So it just, right. depends, you know, I mean, but no, I mean, yeah, the, the rendezvous um, doesn't quite go as planned. No, there's nobody there. <laughs> the first one's there. And, uh, but Daryl is, uh, says like Ezekiel said that he would get the kids out. Uh, so if I couldn't get the kids out, he was going to get the kids out. Uh, well, uh, Ezekiel didn't get the kids out because he had to run some walker interference for the kids. And, uh, it was, a blacksmith guy who ended up with the kids. And that would be Earl. Earl. Well, we don't really need to know his name. Uh, because he's got all the kids safe, but he has been bitten and so he's basically just like biding his time, hoping that some other adults will show up before he dies and reanimates. Luckily, he's with Judith. And so when that does ultimately happen, she is able to put him down. But it looked like it was really hard for her because she knew him. Well, not like, only that, but earlier in the episode, she'd actually had to kill a living person. It's one thing for her to kill a zombie. Yeah. Uh, but she actually had to kill someone who was alive. Right. And she's clearly a little bit shaken. Probably well, and you know, I mean, when we think, when you think about, we have to remember that even though she has grown up literally her entire life in the apocalypse, she is only eight years old. Well, not only that, it is, I mean, this is, she's been raised to know that the walkers are dead. They're, yeah. they're not alive. There's and there's a difference between killing something that, you know, it, it, in the in the real world, they talk all the time. That, you know, if a, if a police officer or a soldier or someone, the first time they actually have to kill someone, um, you know, that someone actually dies at their hands, it can be incredibly traumatic, right? Uh, because it's a, you know it's it's something that is you can't take it back. Exactly. And, you know, we had a very similar thing with Carl back when he was a terrible child actor, but he killed somebody who was surrendering. Right. Uh, and, and you know, was... And this is a slightly different situation, so it was very interesting to see how they, you know, did that. Right. So, anyway, uh, the children are all safe. And we're all happy, and that's great. Oh, well, except for uh, Aiden and Mary uh, are, are walking around with, with Adam, mm-hmm. the little baby. And who was the girl with them? Was... Um, oh, no, I was wrong. I thought, I thought little Hiranade was with uh, Magda, but she wasn't. She was no, with... It's Alden, Kelly, and, and Mary are the three. So, of yeah. course, and, and Mary, of course, is you know, our... Uh, our, whis- our pet whisperer. Right, Thora Birch. Which, again, this, you know, and so then we, we have a moment of, of, you know, serial killer hunt in the woods, you know, terribleness, because there comes Beta, and he kills... Mary and you know, but not, but not at, before she actually gets a chance because the the baby is just really fussing and won't be yeah. quiet and and Alden is just not he's not doing it right. Yeah, um, which is a you know you just which never, sucks because that baby says now right. 
And, you know, as much as, his, as much as, you know, the idea of Mary just makes him sick to his stomach. Um, she, you know, she says, I can, I can calm him. And finally he's just forced to give it to him. And, uh, she, she does. And so when she is at, when, when she, you know, go, well, she basically had, lets them go on ahead so she can go back and try and, and run interference. And that's when beta guts her essentially. Right. Uh, and after they try, you know, she's like, I'm not going back. And he goes, you know, you're going to walk with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you no, know, he, he ties her to a tree so she can, you know, so she'll turn. Right. And, and she does. And uh, Alden's like, no. And, and kills her before, you know, puts, puts her down. So it's, it's a nice little moment for Alden to actually have that, you know, at least I can do this for her. Right. Where he realized that she wasn't such a terrible person, that she was just trapped in a terrible situation and was able yeah. to like, let that go a little bit. I liked that a lot. Um, so I think we covered everybody, haven't we? Well, um, Sort of, because these groups, you know, we also need to go back and, and touch on the fact that um, we've got Lydia out in the woods. Oh, right. Yeah. And she gets separated and she turns around and there's Negan and he's like, oh, no, you're with me. And she's like, oh, crap. And like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back to her. Right. And, and he's like, this is over. We're, I'm, you, you know, this is over now. Right. We don't have any choices. This is over. It's, and so he takes her and ties her up in a cabin. Right. So so here's our situation. We've got um, the Earl is dead, uh, beca- and and uh, Judith had to put him down. She's with the kids. We've got um, Carol kind of off on her own. Eugene, right. some new hope. Um, uh, Magna and Yumiko, uh, at least reunited in in the physical sense of being able to be <clears throat> around each other again. Um, and uh, Alden Kelly on their way to the rendezvous point, and right. Mary is dead. So, because they don't see Ezekiel. Um, uh, Daryl and the others go looking for him and they find him. Right. Uh, and Hiding they, under some sheet metal. Right. And, and they head out and find the place where he stashed the kids and find Judith and, and Earl's dead body. Right. Uh, and so they're, they're all reunited. Yes. Uh, and... Then we go back to Negan, who's walked up to Alpha and says, Hi, honey, I'm home. I brought you a present. And, um, you know, he's like, I, I brought your daughter back to you. And as there, you know, I'll take you to her. And she's like, That's great. While they're walking along, we get another peek inside Alpha's mind. And another bit of sort of a, a another look at what really goes on inside Negan's head. Mm-hmm. 
And again, for all the fact that we hated him so much, you know, when, when Negan was there, but, but, you know, um, the, the strength of Jeffrey Dean Morgan's performance, you know, he, yes, he does the big swagger thing really, really yeah. well. But when you get down to it, it's the watching the detail of the expression that he pulls, you know, the, what he does with his eyes and, and, and the tilt of his head and, and what he does with his mouth. It seems like this, where, yeah. you know, Alfred. And, and, you know, and the way they juxtaposed it against Lydia in her chair in the cabin tied up and like getting free and starting to, and they're walking up towards the doors. And, you know, they're walking towards the door and she's trying to escape from her bonds. And, you know, and it's like, it's so tense. Mm -hmm. And it's such a moment of like, oh no. And then I don't know when I realized it. I feel like right as she got untied, I was like, she's not in the cabin he's taken her to. (laughs) And it's just like, and it turns out, no, he's not. She's not. I I was pretty sure she wasn't from fairly early on only because when Negan, when, when Alpha is talking about how her daughter has to die mm-hmm. uh, and trying to sit there and talk to Negan about, you know, when Negan starts talking about his wife and, and Alpha just, you know, she's got her, instead of, instead of reacting to what Negan's saying, like a human being, she's reacting yeah. to him like Alpha and this sort of, you know, that it's, the being dead is better and, and you wish you could join her and all these things. And, and the look of Negan on Negan's face is like, you are so un, you are so unhinged. You're so crazy. There's just, there's no, there's no way to reason with you. And so at that point, cause I mean, there's this, there's a scene where he, she sees the cabin and she's walking ahead of him. And I thought to myself, if this is what if this is what I think it is, because at that point I was pretty sure this is the point where he was going to do yeah. what he does in the comic, but I was like, he's not going to do it in front of Lydia. He's not going right. to do it in front of her. And so that's about the point when really when we got that wide shot where we see her walking ahead of him towards the cabin, I was like, she can't be in the cabin. Um, all the time thinking, but she might be in the cabin and Negan's going to be like, Sorry, I had to kill your mom. Um, <laughs> well, the thing that was the the about that whole scene, um, the thing that that got me was uh, that it was so tense. It was such an intense mm-hmm. moment that I didn't even think my writer. This was my writer brain didn't even turn on. Yeah. For a second, and what if anything? I was thinking there. There's no way they're going to kill Alpha now, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it really could have been the moment where the show really did diverge from what happened in the comic, because oh yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, yes. So Negan kills Alpha, um, yeah. like he does in the comic. It's different, obviously, but it's the same basic thing. And but we had talked about how you know we were pretty sure that was. We were pretty sure that was going to happen, but what if it doesn't? And so there was this moment there. I was kind of like, "What if he doesn't do it?" Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was having that same same feeling because it, like I said, if anything, I was thinking, you know, they're not. This is this can't be when Alpha's not going to die right now. But she does, and Negan's kind of like, 
Yeah, you're just crazy. Uh, and he holds her while she dies. And then um, we see, you know, Lydia throw open the door and she's nowhere near them. Yeah. It's some, comp- you know, wherever she is, there's a, there's not a walker in sight. And, and so, yay, good for that. Um, and then we see um, Alpha's severed head rolling across the ground. And Carol. Yeah, kicks it like it's a soccer ball. <laughs> and Eugene looks at her and says, you know, oh, no, she looks at him and goes, took you long enough. Mm-hmm. And there we go. I mean, that's kind of, you know, that's, um, there's a lot that happened, but it's all, a lot of it is, so much of it is, is action and, and these, these great character interactions. The episode flew by for me. I know, me too. And, and I have to, but, but here's where I feel like we are going to, this is where I feel like we're going to have the mo- bulk of our conversation because this does not make any sense to me. If Carol had released Negan on purpose with the go kill Alpha for me, bring me her head, why would she have acted the way that she acted? Yeah. So that's a really, really good question. And it doesn't, it, it's really hard to tell what kind of game Carol is playing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what, you know, surely, you know, the we're at some point, someone's going to have to say what happened. Yeah. And I'm really curious as to, to what the explanation is, because everything that we've seen Carol go through for the last several episodes, um, and then to find out she's masterminded a plan with Negan to, you know, I mean, what is the plan here? No, I mean, yeah, what, what is the plan? How did how did she get this all to happen? Like, seriously, I'm very interested now to find out how they're going to write themselves out of this corner because I feel like they have really, they just thought it would be a cool twist and they didn't think about, like, the logistics of it. Maybe. I mean, if there's a, if there is a really cool way to make this happen, I'm, I'm all in favor of it. But the simple version in the comic was Negan figured out his cell wasn't locked properly and he snuck out mm-hmm. and then he went to well, go. And that's, that's what we, we kind of get that because he walks to go to the cell door and it's unlocked and he leaves. That's, I remember that's how he got out, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing we're not, we didn't, we weren't privy to the scene where he, and Carol had a conversation, and she unlocked the door and left. Now, the other solution to this is that they encountered each other in the woods later. That she didn't let him out, you know, possibly. And that that might make more sense. Is that they they encountered each other? Like he encountered, you know, for all we know, it could have happened right before he ran into Aaron. Mm. You know, and that that might make sense uh, if if this is something where it's like it's like whoa, whoa, Carol, I'm not, I'm actually you know, trying to figure out a good way to kill her and, and not do this um, and, and not die in the process as well. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't know. I just, uh, uh. because, because it goes back to like, why would Carol have run screaming into what was obviously a trap if she had already sprung her own trap 
Like the more, the more interesting thing I think would have been her not going screaming after alpha and into the cave and everybody else being like, she was right there. Why didn't we go? And her being like, no, 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 I've got, I've got wheels within wheels, bitches. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Well, you know, I think, I think that, that it really is, it gets very complicated in that at this point, Carol would have to be so, so invested in lying to everybody who cares about her. Mm Mm-hmm for uh, a revenge that will not change the fact that if she set this all up with Negan back, you know, way back when, then there's, you know, then Carol's kind of awful. Mm. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's, you know, a lot more recent than that um, or a damn good explanation. Yeah. Right now I'm having a hard time seeing it, but yeah, I mean, there's still, it's a, there's a lot. Now this of course does not mean that the whisper war is over because Beta's still out there and he, we may have noticed at this point, he's a little unhinged himself. Right. And, but there was a really interesting, okay. So, so when he and Mary are fighting, um, Mary rips off a piece of his Walker mask mm-hmm. that he's never, ever taken off. And I was expecting there to be some sort of like goriness underneath there, but it looks like it's just a regular face. Yeah. But then he turns around and there's another whisperer there. Mm-hmm. And that guy is like, it is you. I thought the voice sounded familiar and you know, I, couldn't I can't believe it and blah blah blah. and then beta kills it yeah and I was like okay are we is this is this the Tom Petty in the postman moment are we like you know well in the comic he was wasn't he like a a a famous he was like a famous sports star or something I think in the comic and in his life before um and here there, there was a there was a magazine cover that set a lot of fans into speculation a while back which was a country western star and they thought that it looked an it, the, the photo looked an awful lot like the actor who plays mm. uh beta um and so I, the well I, and the, the beta that the actor who plays beta did sing something right yeah. for the show at one point well and he also has a really bad reaction to to alpha singing when they first meet and so there's there sounds like I th- what, what I think people were thinking was that that this was you know in the in, in in the life before the apocalypse he was a country western singer and fairly famous and then for whatever reason because you know he's not stable um, he just he doesn't absolutely doesn't want want to be reminded of that uh, and apparently is willing to kill to keep people from knowing who he really was apparently uh, which you know is from from a villain standpoint this is a very common reaction to kill the people around you when especially when they're on your own henchmen but it's so wasteful yeah you know or people who are willing to walk around the woods with dead wearing dead people yeah which they still shouldn't from the beginning but you know so yeah it's it's a the war is not over beta is not going beta is going to find out that alpha is dead yes Um, and when beta finds out that alpha is dead there will be you know, there will be more blood. Um, and, um, I mean, it's just going to happen. That's just what it's going to be. Right, exactly. 
So, but yeah, but we, not tonight. Not tonight. No. I thought not, it was, next, not next episode either. Right. Right. I thought it was a really good. This was a really good episode. I agree with you. Uh, I think that you know, it was it was really really enjoyable and gripping. I mean, things the uh, I mean, kind of terrible. I mean, you at this point, you know, we had gotten Mar- Mary had gotten her redemption arc. Yeah. And you know, uh, Thora Birch is a fantastic actress, and I think she was does doing a really you know great job of making Mary a really sympathetic character. Something that we had just gone through really um, with uh, Lydia. Mm-hmm. In, in a different, in a different way, of course, but it's the same kind of thing. Where you know, you, these people who who have been just traumatized and broken by by being under Alpha's thumb, and still here they have a chance, and Mary's is taken away. And at least, at least she got that moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, and and you know, Judith has had had to kill her first living person. And oh, there's a lot of things that are going to have lasting repercussions here um, yeah. for characters and whatever is going on with, with Carol. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it was well, good. Well, you know, next, next episode is the Michonne, Michonne episode. And then the one right after is look at the flowers. Right. Yeah. So, which of course is a, which is a title that makes us nervous. Right. But like I said, I mean, it doesn't make me too nervous because I do know that Melissa McBride has a four-year contract. Yeah, so. but this is where the show, she's a ghost for the next three years and she's the, she's Daryl's spirit animal now. And <laughs> the show takes a turn. So, yeah, no, it's a, uh, there's, yeah, there's just a lot happening. There's a lot happening. So, and, and really, you know, after after next episode with Michonne, there's only three episodes left in the season. So, right. Uh, there's a lot to happen in a short period of time. Um, but yeah, so um, I really liked it. I really liked it a lot. So this is episode one, like we said, that we're doing this week. We're going to have a second episode and we talk about the one with Michonne. Um, and... Um, Again, we're we're sorry we took a week off that we weren't planning on taking off. We've done it before, we know. Um, yes. But we weren't planning on doing it or even kind of, you know, this, like so many other people, our lives were somewhat disrupted, um, you know, to yeah. small, small and large degrees with everything that's going on right now. And we hope that you are staying home and are safe. Uh, we if you can be. If and if, you, if, you're, if you're stuck having to go to work, then we hope that you are, you know, Purelling yourself and hoarding toilet paper and as safe as you can be. Uh, And uh, if you're in the medical profession, thank you for all the work you're doing right now. Uh, Unless you're one of those doctors hoarding uh, medicines, in which case shame on you. But if you are out there on the front lines, helping people who are sick, thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, we know this is a really, really challenging time. I have some friends who are in the medical profession who are, uh, you know, out there and, and oh, yeah. doing some, doing some really long hours and having some, some really harrowing days. Um, it's not, you know, the, the coronavirus is not as bad everywhere in the U S as it is in other parts, but it's bad enough that no matter where you are right now, we hope that you're safe. Um, we hope that you are spending your time listening to our back catalog of episodes on podcast.com and Apple podcasts. Um, cause that would be a wonderful use of your time. Of course. 
and certainly we hope that you will again join us next week uh, for the next episode of Zompocalypse Now and follow us on Facebook and Twitter and interact with us there. Um, Dustin is much more on social media than I am these days, but we are both there. We're more than happy to talk to you guys about the of show. Of course. I would love it. So at the nightdusto.com. Talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me about things. Yeah. And at Timothy Harvey um, at, on Twitter and uh, at Zompocalypse Now. Uh, Zompocalypse N actually is what it is on Twitter. But if you type in Zompocalypse Now, you'll find us. We're the only one. We're the only one. So again, thank you folks for listening. And thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. And we will see you guys next, well, later this week <laughs> of Zompocalypse Now. Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.